Ah, feels so good to be back in front of a microphone. La la la. It's been two weeks. Gives me a sense of self-importance. Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am your co-host, Edwin. And I am the 2018 to your 2017, Edwin. Uh-huh. I am Sam. Happy New Year. And for the last seven days... It's your New Year. I have challenged Edwin to play... New Year. Reigns... Go on. Her Majesty. And this is a... Uh, a, a second part, I would say, like a, a sequel, sequel, if you will, to the original game, Reigns. No colon. No colon. No Her Majesty. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. So <laughs> I can tell by that sigh that you did not enjoy the game as much. I had real trouble getting into this game. <laughs> I felt, so there I felt like causality. Yeah. I felt like causality. Like, I wanted to like it. Mm. Everything in theory about it, I liked but oh, I could not muster the enthusiasm to play this. <clears throat> I'm totally with you. Like there were so many aspects about this game that I really, really liked um, and wanted to like even more. But to me, I hit a lot of roadblocks. Let me explain to our dear listeners what the game is about. Please, and explain to me. So often when you explain the game to me, that's when I like it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I should do these things before we actually, <laughs> actually, should, actually yes. recommend it. Reigns, Her Majesty, is a kingdom simulator in which the only controls that you have is to swipe left or right, aka Tinder style. So you get a bunch of, it's a deck of cards Mm -hmm. with questions on them. Well, I kind of don't want to say it's a deck of cards right now, but it's more like if you're given a choice, Mm -hmm. um, you can either swipe left to do the more negative action or swipe right to do the more positive action. Usually it's like... Swiping right means yes, and swiping left means no. Um, And those aspects really control um, how your kingdom will proceed after that, right? And Mm -hmm. so there are four facets to to be mindful of. There's the church, uh, and this is sort of set in like a medieval type castle. So there's the church, there's the people, there's the army, and then there's money, right? So those are kind of like the four things that you have to be mindful of your kingdom. This is a text-based adventure, we should say. Right, it's a, it's a text-based a t- adventure. So yeah. everything, like your advisors will come to you and say, oh, we're planning to pillage our next door neighbor. Should we do this? Uh, and you can, if you swipe yes, then you know your people might not really like it, but then your army will like it and you might get more money, right? And so those aspects increases where if you say no, then people might be happy, but then your money might go down and then your army might be unhappy, right? And if at any point, you know, your king, yeah, like any one of these four assets, like the church, money, people, and um, the army, if they either go too high, they will overthrow you or, or, you know, they get too much power, get too much power, and then you'll die. Or if they get too low, you'll go out of money, you'll go broke, or like the church isn't respected and they'll kill you as well. So, as a heretic. Yes. So it is a kind of a delicate balance. A strategy, if you will. Yeah. A strategy and trying to be the ruler of your kingdom as long as possible. Um, But like, you know, every once in a while, like little quirky things happen um, Mm. that you have to answer with like a yes or no. So as I understand it, the twist on the original Reigns no colon is that in Reigns you played as the king, Mm -hmm. whereas in reigns colon her majesty you play as the queen yes so although you're not the actual ruler because the king is still there 
you are playing as the sort of second in command, as it were, which does raise some interesting dynamics interesting, and interesting writing and yeah. some like pretty good social commentary on the role of women in society. Right. Exactly. And speaking of the writing, like I really like the writing. I thought it was very quirky and added a lot of really good personality to your character as the queen. But in the long run, like I don't think there was enough diversity in you being the queen. Like I felt I was always playing the same queen rather than having a lot more choices. Right. So mm-hmm. technically like when you die, you are kind of the successor, the next queen in line and it starts all over again. But you know, things don't change as much where you feel like you're, you're playing another character. Did you try playing different strategies? Like I, I did one this time I'm going to be Cersei Lannister. Exactly. And be evil and manipulative behind the scenes. And then the next I'm going to be benevolent and uh, forthcoming and a delight. Totally. And so after you die, there's sort of like a brief card that states um, how you've died. And then like when you start again, like there's what they call like a memento mori <laughs> of, you know, oh, you know, the previous queen was known for her being a rebel and now you have taken her graces and the people are looking towards you to, you know, be the new ruler of this kingdom. Something like that, right? That kind of sets it up in a little bit. But I don't think that was really enough for me to establish yourself as a completely new character. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that was the intent. But, and you kind of get the feeling like, oh, I'm going to do things different now. But because the choices are so similar from the previous game to the next, like I feel like I really didn't have that much options to really play as another character. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, I, got, I found it boring, but that's quite an interesting reflection on actually what it might be like to be a queen in that you just have an endless succession of people asking boring questions you really don't, don't care about. It. Exactly. There were a lot of times where I really was interested in the subject matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you know, there's a new inventor that is now in your kingdom. Do you want this inventor to go and make something that's amazing? And then, you know, like, as you're kind of sliding the cards to yes or no, you can you can see, like, little dots appear on the four facets. And you get a, you get a, a little glimpse of, like, what things are going to change. And usually at this point, it's like... Either like my church is really down or like my money is really down. So like I knew that if I said yes or like an answer to it, it would kill me. Mm-hmm. And that aspect was really what prevented me from really enjoying this game. It was sort of like, oh, you have this freedom to take, you know, assume the role of this queen. And sure, like some things you have to say things just to keep your kingdom alive. But at the same time, like it was so rigid that I feel like I couldn't really expand on that role to how I wanted to play it. And so it was like this really, I wouldn't say fun, it was like tedious and frustrating <laughs> um, thing of not being able to do what you want, but still assuming like there's some freedom towards it. But at the same time, it was like really rigid lines of like where you can go. So there's also a kind of a larger storyline, at least as... I got a little bit of a hint of it because you can, there's an inventory where you collect potions or maybe the empty book of spells. So although you're playing as different characters after each time your queen gets assassinated, there does seem to be a larger storyline going on. But I didn't get further than like a little sneak peek of that. But my guess is there's a larger story happening because once you find this book of spells, you meet a witch and then the f- interface starts glitching. And I was like, oh, uh, intriguing. Yeah. 
but not intriguing enough for me to carry on playing. I, I was, I really liked that. So, some like you, once in a while, you have like special characters you encounter, and you get an item that you can use for later events. Um, and I think that was a new addition to this game. Like, I don't really remember that happening in the first game. I think there was something like that where I kind of remember like, the glitching happening. Yeah. Um, but those things are so far and few between that it was really hard for me to get to those places again to really enjoy the cohesive nature of it. Um, did you, you play the original? I did play the original. How do you think it compared? I actually like this one better. Mm. I feel like there are more options. There are more opportunities for you to act like a queen. I kind of like the role of Hello. me playing a queen. <laughs> it was sort of like having the power as, you know, your king's right-hand person because the king is kind of a doofus. <laughs> In which, like, most scenarios, like, they do seem to be. Right? <laughs> There's sort of an empty vessel and the queen is really the person that's influencing all, a lot of the control, which is great. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get invested in the story. There's like this, this thing is like all story, right? Yes, there's nothing but story. But I couldn't get invested in the story. Yeah, I felt the same. I was just like, uh, I had some like visceral dislike of this game. <laughs> Where I'd just be looking at it and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I just can't... I don't care. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to. I like. I totally get the writing's great. The interesting mechanic is like not really a type of game I've seen before. Oh man, I know. Just reading a bunch of stuff wasn't appealing to me. Maybe when I'm in game mode, just reading walls of text is yeah. tedious. Kind of figure out. Oh wait, what is this decision? If I make this decision, what does that actually affect? There's some quite boring like memory puzzles mm. where you need to perform. Oh, there's like a ritual you need to perform and they tell you how to do it and then you have to do it. And I just found that unbelievably irritating. Right. Because <laughs> like, step back once. It step doesn't forward allow you twice. to start from where you left off. It sort of has to make you start all over again. Right. Not hard enough to be pleasing, mm. but too easy to be enjoyable. I don't know. Yeah. There's something about it. It's like, oh, this is annoying. Yeah. On the surface, this is a very, it looks like a very casual mobile game where like the only devices that you have are to swipe left and right. Right. And right. To think that, like in yeah. that interface, like you think, oh, right, this is going to be like an easy game where I can just like not give a <laughs> Sorry. I said, <laughs> well, you don't really care. But at the same time, like I couldn't just let it go and play it casually because I was, I had to reread the text to make sure my choices were exactly the choices that I wanted to do to make my queen live longer. Did you play a round of queening just randomly swiping? No. That no. I did, and that was the longest reign I ever had. <laughs> Speaking of longest reign, how, what, how many years was your, your longest ah, queen alive? Like my longest, queenie. longest amount of queening, 30 years in power. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I... Normally, when we do this, mine is laughably bad, and yours is... You beat me. Fantastic. What? Yeah, I think mine was 24 years in power. Oh, well, maybe you should try just randomly swiping left and right. Queen. <laughs> it was Queen Brenda. The oh. Pa- the patron. Oh, that's nice. Mine was Ashima, the matron. What do you think of the design and the general aesthetic of this game? I like it. It's unique. Like, I think it really works for what it is. I felt there's like a disconnect. Like, this is all... You know, you look at the years and it's like 1032 and 1033. And then you've got this like mono-spaced computer font. Yeah, so the font is the only thing that I have an issue with. 
yeah. Like, I suppose what I was thinking about is, like, why do they choose this very contemporary, well, relatively contemporary font when you're thinking about centuries? And my guess was they wanted to do, like, oh, it's like a text adventure, monospaced, mm. I'm playing at my terminal on my BBC Acorn computer or whatever it was. Yeah, I think uh, they could have chosen, like, a softer font. It just kind of takes me out of it because I'm like, oh, this is the font I use for programming. It's not necessarily like legible for to make it easier to read either because it's this monospace janky font plus it's center aligned. Oh, it right? is center aligned. I feel like it would have been better with like a much more storytelling font. But there's just like some really weird things like once you open up the menu to uh, look at the items that you have, there's really no way for you to get out of it. Oh no, you're right. Oh, I came yeah. across this and I found out, I, swi- I tried to swipe because you swipe up to see your inventory and then I tried to swipe down to close it. Right. But and oh no, I made a choice. I made a choice. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little awkward. I don't know if it, having the dots or not is actually better. Do you know like, so as you sort of lean left or right before you swipe it, oh, um, you see, see the dots on the top that sort of influences like what influence it might have over the four facets, mm, right? I see. Um, I kind of wish that I can turn that off so that I'm not just like looking at that and carefully choosing my choices and just sort of playing freely. I wish there was almost an option for that for, for me to not care and just act like a queen. Um, That's all I've ever wanted to do. (laughs) I really, really wanted to like this game because the concept is great. And I felt like that was a, a really good proving ground for like the first game. And I almost wish like they took it a step further for the second game, but it almost just seems like it's kind of a, it's almost like a 1.5 and not really a 2.0 for this game. It's no web 2.0. It's no web 2.0. <laughs> okay, let's get to the three by threes. Three good, three bad. Always three, sometimes Never two. two. <laughs> Never four. Never four, sometimes two. Except that one time it was four. I nearly kicked you off the show. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, good points. I have two. So this is sometimes two. The writing is great. Uh, it's a very interesting kind of rumination on you know what it means to be a monarch and also you know the role of gender and feminism in society, which I think is done in a really subtle way, which I uh, definitely enjoyed. It doesn't play foolishly into the role of you being a queen. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there seems to be some sort of really good thoughtfulness as to like what it meant to be a queen in like these times and how much control you actually have. And poking little funds at it as well and not make not demeaning it in any way. So I think writing was great. Um, the writing, by the way, I think is done by Lee Alexander, who is she is a she's a Twitter pal. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I really appreciated that. The next thing that I liked was I really enjoyed being a queen. <laughs> <laughs> in a former life. Perhaps you missed your calling. Yeah. I like making choices that I really liked it when I went against the church and went for like science. Cause like every once in a while, like, um, an astronomer or like, you know, a crazy inventor would come by and you'd have to fund them in a way. And then every time you did something like that, the church would be like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> and like question your choices. I kind of like that feeling of being like, you know, peeking your, your leg out from under the skirt. I like that there was kind of hints of this sort of something else going on. Like I mentioned before, like you meet this witch, there's this sort of book of spells that's empty, you know, this sort of idea of a larger storyline that arcs across the reins. That was interesting. Yeah. Ish. 
Yeah, I wish they did more with that as well. Or like ways that you can get to that a lot easier in a much Mm -hmm. more sure way. Because like there'd be some kingdoms that I'd go through and die and not get any glimpse of that. Like I kind of lost interest in that overarching story arc. I believe there are three different endings. If I was reading, I was looking at some of the walkthroughs online. Mm. Apparently there are three different endings. There are four. I'm surprised that there are only three. Yeah, now that I'm saying it out loud, that doesn't seem... Maybe, like, of the whole story rather than... Like, does this ever end? Yo, I don't know. Turn <laughs> off the lights. Turns out, turns out you can't find out in seven days or fewer. I really like the the mechanic of this game. Like, I think swiping left and right is a great mechanic for, like, a sim game. Cause, Thanks, Tinder. Yeah, I mean, technically, if you think about all these, like, sim games, you're controlling aspects of, like, people happiness... You know, through like taxation. People love taxation. How much poop they have by building sewers and like water. You know, like you're, you're controlling right. like a few facets, right? And building stuff around it to, to make them happy. Um, and I think this is a really great way to boil it down. I wish there were other games that attempted to do this, not necessarily in like a medieval kingdom setting and you're king. It'd be interesting to see other games that mm. try and attempt this kind of format. Onto the bad. <laughs> I wrote down tedious text-based memory game. That's true. That's far too harsh for what it is because there's a way a lot more nuance going on. But if I was to take away one feeling about it, didn't find this engaging. Um, especially when you get to these like stupid little memory puzzles of. I feel like for all of the cards, I generally had to memorize what was my most more favorable answer. Like I kind of have to memorize how much. Because the cards saying, did repeat themselves. Yeah, so, yeah, like how much saying yes to this took away from my money and added to like people's happiness. You know, you kind of have to memorize that like subconsciously, and I found that to be pretty tedious, right? Because there's something, and that's sort of like my main negative aspect is like it kind of feels like you don't really have control. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that is maybe kind that of is an analogy reflection of uh, monarchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. It it gives you this illusion that you have free reign, but you really uh-huh. don't. Like there are so many times where I really wanted to say no, but saying no would have killed me. So maybe you don't want to be a queen after all. <laughs> this sounds like maybe the reality of queen life is not for me. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I was able to live through it in a mobile game with zero consequences. Another bad point for me is that is that I did get the longest reign just by randomly swiping left and right. <laughs> Which perhaps it goes against the spirit of the game. Although, okay, when I noticed there was the little silly memory puzzle part, I did stop and perform the ritual correctly and then carried on (laughs) randomly swiping. Well, I mean, that's like Tinder though, right? That's true. (laughs) I was even, even thought about just randomly swiping just kind of reflects that's my kind of disinterest in the game itself. Yeah, and I think overall, like, because it was too tedious for me, like, I really couldn't get invested in the story. Because by the time I kind of got invested, like I ended up dying, and the the way that you start over wasn't a great way for me to build that investment all over again. So not only that, like it was a grapefruit. It was kind of a grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was reading reviews online because you know I was doing preparation for the show, and people were like, "Oh, I love that! I can just pick this up and play it just for a couple of minutes." I'm like, "Are no, you, you crazy?" <laughs> I can't even listen to a podcast while playing this. That's the other problem I had with it, yeah. Like, a lot of reading is required. Yep. Well, you have to read. Not only reading, reading, like, you kind of have to analyze what you're reading. You know, yes. like, some things, like, you can yes. just read and, like, understand it. But you had to, like, think of, okay, what exactly is he saying when he's saying that he's going to go with the army to go in off land to do something? 
Like yeah. you kind of have to see the deeper meaning of what's being said. Yeah, this game it takes all your attention when yeah. you're playing it. Yeah, which maybe was another problem I had. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's the other thing, right? It it appears to be a mobile game, right? And that's my final point. It's like mm. it appears to be like this casual mobile game, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really. It, it you need to be yeah. sort of in full focus for this. Sneaks up on you like that. Yeah. Yep. My final bad point was I wasn't a big fan of the design. It just seemed a little disconnected. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more cohesion. Is that, is that, that mono spaced font just seemed very 80s. Whereas the rest, you know, I don't know. There's just something that didn't feel like what I was reading would kind of reflected the design yep. in the game. So. Final seven day rating, Edwin. Two days. Two days. Mine was four days out of seven. Ah, okay. And then as a bonus round. Hmm. Well, we've had 14 days between our last show. And if you only played Reigns for four days, my question to you is this. What game or games were you playing in the meantime? So I had a break. As did I. And during that time, I have played the following games. Oh, boy. (laughs) So... (laughs) played destiny 2 uh-huh because the new expansion came out okay now there's the new argo slayer the light level went up great the max cap level went up my favorite new armor sets was there was a holiday some scandal or some beefing about destiny 2 even that made it across my radar over entitled gamers okay not only that like i can't believe i'm actually asking a question about destiny was, 2 to tell me more about it so what was previously available to play for all players got locked out Okay. After the expansion came out, which is kind of bad, right? Which is bad. I'm used to having this thing, and now exactly, I don't have it. like you paid for it, you're able to play it, but then now that wasn't available for you to play, which is bad. That was the main thing. Okay. But over entitled gamers, was there a ironing banner week? No, oh, okay. there was no ironing of the banners. <laughs> they were crumpled. And there was a ill-fitting. there was a uh, a Yule thing. Oh, Yule log. Yeah, well, you can throw snowballs at each other in-game. Oh, okay. Maybe we're coming around to Destiny 2 after all. <laughs> that was pretty fun. <laughs> I also played Mario Odyssey, which I finished. Congratulations. Thank you. I played it with my son. He was controlling the hat. <laughs> I controlled Mario. Oh, God, that's almost was too cute to bear. <laughs> amazingly fun. Uh, I played PUBG. Oh, I nice. I played a little PUBG. Uh, did you play the uh, new desert map? I did play the new desert map. Oh, how was it? The new desert map is actually really good. I, I did the vaulting, which oh. is not available for me. Oh, yeah. Can you jump through a window as well now? Mm, I haven't tried. Oh, you can now vault through a window. <laughs> nice. I'm glad that you're on top of this <laughs> PUBG news. I also started playing on my 3DS again. Oh, that came and, out of retirement. Yep. I, I'm, I'm replaying Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. And then on the mobile game... Aha, this is what I really care about. Yep. I have been playing SteamWorld Heist. Oh! Yep. Amazing. And I have been selecting or perusing which games that I might select for the next one. Unfortunately, it's my choice. So it you have to choice. wait a week. Yep. <laughs> so that is what I've been playing. The game I've been playing when I wasn't playing Reigns Cole on Her Majesty, which was quite a lot of the time. Two was, days. Was, <laughs> yeah, the remaining 12 days of Christmas. Go mathematical brain. What was a game called? Rider. <laughs> which oh, I sent to Sam and he oh loved my it God from our favorite game developers Ketchup they're going on my blacklist <laughs> it's basically like Hot Wheels the game Maybe the like game being yeah. in quotation marks 
they have to zoom a car around like loop the loops and over a course and collect gems in a super nice like one touch mechanic like if your car is on the ground it'll accelerate with a tap and if a tap and hold if you're in the air then it'll spin and that's basically the whole game and you just play that and that has you know occupied quite a lot of my time I said it to Sam and then like two hours later I got a text message and I've deleted it I believe I sent you a screenshot of me <laughs> deleting the app Sam why why no love for Ryder there's something about the mechanic of as soon as you leave the ground you start spinning mm-hmm. any other parts of the car that it touches it's instantly game over if any part of the car and other than wheels touches the ground you explode in a kind of a crappy polygonal way which is not very good you can't even do like a wheelie to go back on the, the road yeah sometimes you can but yes i did not enjoy it i was like ah, i'm done with this thank goodness that was free uh, i did pay to unlock the ads oh my goodness ever since you've told me that ketchup is responsible for 2048 all right and balls they've been on my poo poo list you really played rider for like two weeks i mean i played balls as well which you previously oh talked about i'm now up to uh, my ball chain is let's have a look da, 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 905 it takes me about two minutes every single every single go. It's <laughs> <laughs> frankly ridiculous. Um, yeah, they haven't thought about that, right? Like, no. what happens when you have two thousand balls? Right, they have added the speed up option, mm. but you have to wait ten seconds before you can engage the speed up option, which is stupid because you'd be like, no, just always speed up. Yeah. Why not just be at full speed all the time? Anyway, we'll put links to those two because they are kind of fun. They're my pseudo recommendations for uh, for the show. I have seen other people play balls on the bus, and I, I just wanted to lean over and say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you doing? <laughs> That's actually what got me back into it. I saw a guy playing on the subway, and I was like, "Oh damn! I forgot about balls." Let me go reinstall. Believe it or not, Ryder was not my pick for the next seven days. Mm. Uh, that was a little bonus for you, Sam. You have seven days to play Bridge Constructor Portal. Yes. <laughs> This was one of the games that I was scoping out, and I haven't played it, actually. Like, I just downloaded it, wow. but I did not play it because I wanted to experience it um, as a potential seven days to play recommendation. Oh, wow. This is the first time I think that's ever happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm proud of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, would you care to uh, describe this game, Bridge Constructor Portal? Bridge Constructor Portal. Subtitle, The Bridge is a Lie which is in reference to the original Portal game in which the cake was a lie. The cake is a lie. Uh-huh. So Portal being a game not on mobile, on, even I've heard of, yes. that people loved. By, by the good company called uh, Valve. They made the game called Portal, which is about you shooting a, a pair of trans-dimensional porters that allow you to directly go from one of the portals to the other. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah, you'll get it. I mean, just, you know, I'm sure, so I'm sure you've heard of Portal. So this seems to be a kind of combo of building bridges through portals, mm-hmm. if I may, you know, make such a bold assessment. It's combining that and a also a popular game called Bridge Constructor. Constructor. Oh, I've not heard of that. Which is, there are two, it's like, you know, one end of a cliff to another end of a cliff. You have to try and make a truck go across it or whatever vehicle go across it. Must and you have the ability to build a bridge that Hurrah. sort of can support it. Constructed, if you will. And I think the portal element will add some really interesting things to this because hopefully it will add some thinking and puzzle solving skills. I think bridge constructor kind of felt more like a simulator 
in a way, kind of a hybrid simulator and um, a puzzle. But I think this will be more puzzle-like, so I'm looking forward to it. So here, let me read the description. Enter the Aperture Science Enrichment Center and experience Bridge Constructor Portal Dash, the unique merging of the classic Portal TM and Bridge Constructor TM games. Uh-huh. Sam, you know your stuff. As a new employee in the Aperture Science Test Lab, which was the test lab in the game Portal. Oh, wow, so many references that I don't get. It's your job to build bridges, ramps, slides, and other constructions in 60 test chambers and get the bendies safely across the finish line in their vehicles. Do we know what bendies are? No, Is that a reference? I assume that bendies will be like the little characters that are going across. Yes, just capitalized. <laughs> make, make use of many portal gadgets like portals, propulsion gel, repulsion gel, aerial faith plates, cubes, and more to bypass the sentry turrets, acid pools, and laser barriers, solve switch puzzles, and make it through the test chambers unscathed. Well, there you go. So I do believe that this actually has a lot of the elements that were in the Portal games, which is going to make it super interesting. So a lot more elements than just you constructing bridges. All right, Sam. You have seven days to play this. Looking forward to it. Before we end things, Edwin. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) We need to talk. (laughs) Do you have any things of the past fortnight? I've been listening to a podcast. Well, okay. I should caveat this by saying you're going to hate the presenter. But the story is very Why interesting. Why does he does he talk like this? Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, this is this is an audible original, <laughs> the butterfly effect by oh. Ron Johnson. No, John Ronson. Is it based on the movie with Ashton Kutcher? Sadly, no. Do you know who John Ronson is? Any relation to Don Johnson? No, alas, no. Or Ron Johnson? No. What about John Donson? <laughs> I think I just made up name. Uh, Wait, he- did I say Don <laughs> Johnson twice? I John wanted to Don- say <laughs> John Donson. It's confusing. Okay. John Ronson. So he's like an author, journalist, kind of writes those like, oh, turns out kind of books. Uh, he was also, he was also the, the kind of person that found Alex Jones, the InfoWars oh guy. Yeah. Oh, so man. like, it's, uh, yeah. But anyway, so he's this Welsh journalist. He has a six part series on Audible Original called The Butterfly Effect, which kind of traces the creation of U-Porn and the butterfly effect of having basically free pornography online. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe don't listen with your kids. But each episode kind of tackles a different aspect of that, like the people who work in the industry, Mm. what happened to them, what happened to some of the consumers of said product. Mm. Uh, Also, you know, what happens to a society where... There is free rampant um, pornography available, available anywhere. Yeah, yeah, which is again really interesting. But his voice is unbelievably irritating. Wait, isn't he like? Is. Isn't he from radio? No, no, he's a writer. Gotcha. But oh my gosh, I would say the topic is interesting enough to battle through. But I mean, his voice was unbelievably irritating can you can you play a clip uh, let me try and play a clip yeah of don johnson the butterfly is the butterfly effect is written by me john ronson no he doesn't talk like that and he also says porn it is not oh porn. no from the from the opening i was like oh god i was already on edge and you bought this because it's a Audible original. Audible have realized that they cannot sustain themselves within the uh, paid market. So this is free. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. This story started for me when I happened to see a man glance at a woman. Nobody was supposed to notice the glance, but by chance, I did. It happened in a Los Angeles hotel lobby one evening in January 2013. 2013. Yeah, right. She was a veteran porn performer. Porn. I was interviewing her for a Anyway, yeah. that's a little taste. Uh, and there are seven episodes of him talking about that. It might be bearable, but he does sound very creepy. Fascinating subject. Yeah. Irritating presenter and writer. So, half recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get past that, it is interesting. So, I finished The Punisher. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. I liked it. Yeah. It was good. I mm-hmm. recommend for people who are looking for their next Marvel Cinematic Universe Netflix fix. <laughs> that was hard to say. Yeah, that does seem hard <laughs> to say, yeah. Um, okay. It is a slow burner. It is like 13 episodes, which I think they could have done in like eight. But overall, like I, I enjoyed it a lot more than Defenders and Luke Cage. Iron Fist? I haven't even watched Iron Fist. <laughs> okay. I've heard too many bad things about it. <laughs> um, I also started watching another Netflix original called Erased. Is that the sequel to Eraser? With no, I Schwarzenegger? wish. <laughs> I am you the have been erased. Maybe <laughs> uh, it's a trick there. I think he's just crying out for a sequel. <laughs> so Erase is based on a manga, a Japanese manga, which is a comic book. Uh-huh. And it was previously made into an anime before it is now a live action movie that is on Netflix. Oh, this is oh boy, for a second I was like, wait, what's that Will Smith movie? Bright, bright, bright. It's not yeah. that. It's not it's a that. different name. Yeah, I see what they did there. I do want to watch thing. bright because <laughs> I've heard some bad things about it, but I kind of think I'll dig it. Perhaps we should make that a supplemental challenge for mm. the next seven days. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, yeah. So, Erased is uh, about a Japanese sort of like comic book writer who is looking for something interesting to do, but he realizes he has this like weird power of. Um, going back in time and fixing some things before th- something goes horribly wrong. Uh, and that's the premise mm, okay. of how it starts off. It's 30-minute episodes, seven episodes, something like that. Oh, nice. So not that's bad. That's good. Yeah. Nice snackable content. Yep. Mm, it's very right snackable. But there is a way like how Japanese people act that I feel like it's so overly dramatic. Like <laughs> I don't think it's actually cultural because I have never seen any Japanese person <laughs> act like this in real life. <laughs> Is, it is very like made for TV and Japanese movie like acting like they all like all of the movies that you see on TV just like all the people act this way and it kind of bothers me but if you're not <laughs> sensitive to that I think you might enjoy it much like Ron Johnson's voice exactly <laughs> check it out it's on Netflix now it's called Erased and you have to say it like that yep Sam you have seven days to play Bridge Constructor Portal and as a supplemental challenge watch the Netflix movie Bright. With Will Smith. Do you want to bet that, do you think he has a rap song at the end of it? Yes. <laughs> wicked, wicked, wild, wild west. That's Great. All we get. I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, Not looking forward to watching this movie, but let's do it anyway. Yep. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at 7 Days to Play. Follow us on Instagram at 7 Days to Play. Like us on Facebook at 7 Days oh. to Play. Find us on Spotify by searching for Seven Days to Play. Yeah. How many more times can we say Seven Days to Play? Seven you have been listening to, to Seven Days to Play. Seven <laughs> and Days to Play. Don't email us. Seven Days to Play.